0: Welcome to the Pet Business Coach Podcast, where I help you make your pet business dreams a reality. I'm your pet business coach, Eliza. It's been a roller coaster ride in the pet care industry over the past 18 months. Many of us saw a radical decrease in clients at the beginning of the pandemic, followed by record levels of business in the last four to six months. We reacted as quick and as best we could to handle the surge, and that generally involved hiring more people. You've worked hard in the past few months to find and hire great people. Now what? How do you maximize the chances that they'll stay with you? That's our topic for today. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip, and let's dive right in. In the last episode, I talked about how to find new hires and the need to broaden your search in these challenging hiring times. Specifically, as a reminder, the five things we talked about were number one, respond to sitter requests on nextdoor.com. Number two, reach out to sitters who have worked for you in the past. Number three, join local Facebook groups that are related to your business and post there. Number four... Join sites like Care.com or Rover.com where pet sitters advertise for clients and reach out to them. And number five, holding a job fair. So now, hopefully, you've found and hired a new employee. Great job. Pat yourself on the back because it's tough. Maybe it's your first one. Maybe you've hired several this go-round. You might have had an easy road of it with tons of responses of really qualified candidates responding to your job posting. Chances are, though, this was not your experience, and in fact, this is far from the usual or at least recently usual experience. Qualified people are harder than ever to find in this current job market. There are a variety of reasons for this, but suffice it to say, you probably worked your butt off to find and hire that person or people. You want them to stay with you and your company long term, but how do you make sure that happens? The unfortunate fact is that employees, young and old, are less loyal to companies these days and tend to move around frequently with very little provocation. This isn't your grandfather's employment market anymore. People are going to move around. You can't count on someone staying with you for years and years, but you can do some things to make sure they stay with you at least long enough for you to recoup the investment you made to find, hire, and train them. Here are four things you can do to keep those wonderful new assets you worked so hard to get. Number one, start them out right. Plan for a new hire orientation meeting as quickly as possible. It's sometimes easy to assume that new employees understand your company's culture and what's expected of them. I mean, really, this is just dog walking, right? How hard can it be? This is a huge mistake. A new hire orientation meeting will get employees started out right before they develop bad habits. This should include the basics like how and when they get paid, what company software will they be using, what benefits come with the job. This is also a good time to get that unpleasant but necessary government paperwork such as the I-9 employment eligibility and W-4 tax withholding forms done. You need this paperwork completed out of the gate, and the new hire orientation is a great place to get it done. This should also include a review of your key policies and procedures. A few good ones to include are how to schedule vacation, how to report issues, and what to do in the case of an emergency. And finally, the new hire orientation should lay out clearly what's going to happen in the next week, the next month, and beyond. The goal of the new hire orientation is to make employees quickly feel that they know what's going on. Number two, get them engaged early and often. Whatever your field or classroom training involves, it's important to get the employees up and running without delay. Even if you have a classroom component to your new hire training, I recommend getting the new hire out in the field first. After all, the best part of a pet sitter's job is playing with animals. You want the new sitter, especially one that hasn't done a lot of pet sitting in the past, to immediately see the fun side of the job. There's plenty of time later to stress the less fun parts of the job, such as picking up poop, cleaning up messes, and following ridiculously complicated pet care instructions. If there's too big a gap between the orientation and getting your new sitter out in the field, they'll start to feel a bit forgotten and lost. Lots of hand-holding is important at this stage. Another way to get them engaged early is to set them up with one or two of their own clients out of the gate. These are clients that they'll take on right after they've done their field training. This will give them something to look forward to and will create ownership. Number three, make them feel like part of the team. There are lots of ways to do this. One thing you can do is assign them a buddy. This is another more senior employee that is in a similar role as them. This is not a manager, but rather someone that they can go to on an informal basis if they have questions. Another way to make them feel like part of the team is to send them out on pet sitting visits with another more senior employee. Seeing how different sitters work in the field is great for picking up best practices, but it also lets the new sitter meet their fellow pet sitters. Pet sitting is a fun but very solitary job, and anything you can do to make new sitters feel less alone, the better they'll integrate into your company. And number four, check in on them regularly. Don't assume that everything is hunky-dory. New sitters are most vulnerable to doubt and concerns in the first two months of employment. New employees don't always ask questions or voice concerns for fear of appearing stupid or bothersome. Some great questions to ask them when you check in include Are your expectations being met in this job? Are you earning the money you need to make this a good long term option for you? And what would you change about the job if you were in charge for a day? So, to recap number one, start them out right, plan for a new hire orientation meeting as quickly as possible. Number two, get them engaged early and often. Number three, Make them feel like part of the team. And number four, check in with them regularly, especially in the first weeks and months. Again, you shouldn't and can't expect employees to stay with you throughout the life of your company, but you can optimize the chances that they're with you for the long haul. Do these four easy things and you will bond your employee with your company, yourself, and your other employees. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel a bit stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free strategy planning session at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. That's www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.